0: everyone welcome to the empower hour so it's just me here today geo and we're going to discuss a topic that i'm sure we can all relate to on some level so the other day on the heels empowerment account i asked if everyone could um write in topics that you would like me just to, to discuss i couldn't get my words out then to discuss and um the big one was imposter syndrome so i think this is something that we all go through at some point and something that women go through most so i just thought i would read and um, read to you like what um the definition sorry of imposter syndrome is so the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort or skills People suffering from imposter syndrome may be at increased risk of anxiety. So, this for me has been a journey with imposter syndrome. So, I thought I'd just start off with talking about my personal growth with this. So, for me, it is in within the dance industry, I would say. So, I never really felt it when I was younger I think when you're younger you don't really think about those things kind of deeper it's only when you become an adult the fear kicks in and we we doubt our decisions more but as a kid we're fearless which I think is an important thing to remember when you were approaching things have that like fearless energy and just attack it as you would as a kid. Like, you wouldn't think twice doing something as a kid if someone said to you, obviously, with safety, but go on, try this trick. (laughs) I'm thinking in dance, and I go, okay, then. But then the older you get, you do think about the risk that um, is taken when you are um, thinking of doing something that is going to challenge you. And that is why I think the imposter syndrome kicks in with thinking, right, can I do this? Um, Will I challenge myself? And... I think my journey with this started with um, dancing when I graduated. So I didn't really feel it when I was in university. So I think getting into the university I did, um, which was Trinity Lab and Conservative of Music and Dance in London for me, like kind of made myself feel like, no, I have worked hard to get into this uni. So I deserve my success. So it was a really nice feeling when I got in the uni, and I specialised in contemporary dance, and we did ballet. So with this, I I did love it, but then it got to a point where I fell in love with it. So I was training um, contemporary dance from the age of sixteen to twenty-one years old every day, intense. Then when I graduated, I I deep down knew I didn't want to do it anymore. And I was putting too much pressure on dancing. And I kind of had imposter syndrome with being in within that industry then because I knew it wasn't me. And the thought of doing that every day terrified me. So what also terrified me was changing pathway within the industry. So I still already knew that I wanted to um, still pursue dance, but I knew it wasn't within that um, that style of movement. But what scared me more was knowing that I would not enjoy my industry or dance if I stepped to contemporary dance. And it is one of those industries, because you're self-employed, it's not like, I would say, for example, like a 9am, uh, not 9am, 9, 9 to 5, sorry, job where, you know, you might get the job and then you're stuck in it, but you know you've got that stability and you're not, you know, it's not like it's a project work and you get stuck, you you know, you're stuck in it. But with a project, you know, your contract's going to end. My voice is really bad today. Everyone, apologies for the huskiness. I'm just going to (coughs) cough. So I think with um, people in nine to fives, it's easier to get stuck in that trap with trying to th- try things um that are new, whereas I think if you're more self-employed, you know that you've got that risk already. So I think risk is a a really important thing to remember that if you are in a nine to five, you are going to have that risk if you do want to find something that makes you happy. And if you are in a job that you might feel like this isn't you, and that's what's giving you imposter syndrome. And then to even feel more like you've got imposter syndrome because you're gonna try something new and try and get paid for something that you're not really sure on at that moment. But what you've got to remember is we all gotta start somewhere. And this is where it takes me to then discovering heels. So as a few of you might know, heels heel style is infused with all modern dance and and classical as well, to be fair. It is a big um infusion of styles. So my starting with heels, it wasn't like I was starting from the beginning because I had all the fundamentals. It's like with class- classical music, they say like once you know all of the classical styles, you know, you've got your bass and you've got somewhere to go from and then you can like change instruments and things. I'm assuming like string, you know, if it's like a string instrument and vice versa, you know? But um And that's kind of like what it's like with dance. And because I always loved jazz um, and I did, like, hip-hop-infused styles, so I always took to them naturally. So then when I went to heels, it was like I just fell in love with it again. But then knowing I wanted to try and teach it and making that leap was really hard. But I think what made me not ignore the imposter syndrome but to like put it more to the back of my head was that I loved it it was my passion so any day now I would prefer to feel passion over the fear of not trying something because of imposter syndrome and I'm sure deep down you think the same too and I think my love and my passion came back for dance And it hadn't been for a while, even though I always wanted it as a career. But you gotta love, especially in a cutthroat industry like this. You gotta enjoy what you're doing. And I think for me, this is what brought it back to life: was knowing that I absolutely love it. I think where I felt the most imposter syndrome is when a friend of mine believed in me as a business I never seen it as a business I seen it as it's something to do on the side and I think that's why the imposter syndrome didn't really come out straight away but as soon as it got to that stage where someone believed in me I was like no no no, no. I'm not I'm not at that level this is where the doubt kicks in and then when you have that person all it takes is one person to believe in you So I think this is an important part of knowing how you can support a friend who wants to take a leap. It's just words. Honestly, they really help. Maybe just sitting down with them and saying, right, how can I help? You know, if you need just someone to, like, say your ideas to. Honestly, that really helped for me um, with building my business. And it did take time. It did take hours. And there were moments when I thought, what am I doing, who do I think I am doing this but then I just had to ignore it and just carry on going because if I didn't do it how would I ever know it was going to work out and lucky the person who really believed in me, um, he, he was a really good friend and as well he's um, an online fitness coach So he was that person who was generally like a really good motivator within his job. But then to have that as a friend as well was, with a business as well, I think was super helpful. So if you know someone who's got a business, a friend, go to them because they'll know exactly what it feels like to have imposter syndrome 100%. Especially if they're female. And this is where like we would speak about a lot about having that male energy like men would not doubt themselves nowhere near as women would so what helps me in these moments even to this day when I have those little moments which is absolutely human I go think like a man and I, I snap out of it straight away and it's such an easy tool for me to think hang on a second why should I doubt myself when there might be people out there who knows not as much as me about their industry you know, the equivalent, you know, to their industry, and and they're going for it just because they're faking it till they make it, and I'm at stage where I feel like I do know a lot about my industry, so why am I doubting myself, and it's anything that helps you, keywords, write them down, it is so important, and um, having a business to have that, so I think then having a team was a really next, like, the big phase then, where I was like, right, I've got to hire people, I've got to be a boss. How is this going to happen? And you do get there. If you just keep on pushing through and then writing the steps that you have to take to get there, then you will. And be the boss that you would like to be. So if you're at that stage in your business where you're thinking, no, okay, I want to hire people. I think it is be the boss that you've always wanted or you've had in the past and you want to implement that. So next part that I want to discuss is the support system you have around you so friends and family supporting what you do I think for my industry it was quite challenging at the beginning because where what I do is very niche people didn't understand it but it's not their place to understand that's why I realized I don't have to make everyone understand what I do If people buy into what I'm doing and they truly believe in what I'm doing, then that's all that matters. There are going to be people who don't like what you do. And that's the end of it. But those opinions don't matter at all. Those are the people who are probably wanting to make the leap themselves, but they're afraid to do it. So they're just hating on you because you're doing everything that they wanted to do. And it might be in the same field or it might be within their field and they're thinking, how did they do it? And how am I not doing it? Unfortunately, jealousy, and I think we did touch on this subject last, um, last week on our podcast, it is a horrible thing. And if you just sound like, if you just mute the noise of that, you will just start thinking like really straight, What's we'll it say like tunnel vision, sorry, with, your, um, with how you approach everything. And you will start trusting your decisions and your gut feeling. Your gut feeling will tell you if something's really good. And if you know that idea is wicked. And unless you try it, you won't know. But if your gut's telling you this could be something good, you 100% got to try it. And this is another thing. Don't stop. and um, Don't actually give it up until you've tried it. I think there's so many people out there can relate. And I've spoken to a lot of people who go, Oh, yeah, I had this idea. I'm like, oh, so what have you done with it? Ah, well... And then the excuses come in, which is so human to do. It's like the defence mechanism that we do naturally, to go, oh, no, because this came up, this come up, and, yeah, you know, like, I couldn't do it because I, family or um, my job at the moment is really busy, or I didn't think it would be a good idea afterwards. So... This is like the cop out to doing it, and like trying to think to yourselves. Actually, if I push through, yeah, I might have got that imposter syndrome for a few months, a year. But once you got to that other side, everything that you get was telling you that you truly want to do in life. Then you could have been doing. So even if you're listening to this now and you've wanted to set up a small business, big business, I don't know, or start a new hobby, then do it. You you will never know. Life life is too short. And someone, I can't remember who told me this the other day, said they don't want to get to, like, in their 70s and go, oh, I never tried that. And I really regret it. You never know until you try. So try it, make a plan, and then you can decide if it works or not. And I think, actually, it's a Stephen Bartlett i seen, and it really shocked me. If you don't know who Stephen Bartlett um, is, have a little look he has a podcast called diary ceo and he's also one of the is it judges on um, dragon's den and he showed the progression with his podcast which is now one of the like biggest podcasts i think in the world with amazing guests like famous guests who go on there but it took ages for it to cut get off his feet So, I think this is really important as well to know, like, I think I did say it earlier, but you've got to be passionate about it. If there's no passion behind it, then it's not going to work out. Because you will only go out your way to do stuff if you're passionate about it. It does take a lot of persistence and knowing your ability within that as well. So, for me, I know my strengths and weaknesses... And having a team, I know where I can, what, sorry, I can delegate to the team and what I can do myself with time management as well. Of course, there's a lot I could do, but I would be neglecting other things. So it's just knowing your team and how, how you can strengthen it. Because I know there's things that make me feel like imposter syndrome for example i know for a fact my grammar isn't very well so when i type emails i do get quite scared in a way to write an email because they think oh a business owner wouldn't speak like this and that's truly how i feel sometimes or if i'm gonna speak speak to someone who might be in a job that's a bit more um not as creative What what's that called so sorry when it's not a creative job like i don't know like intellectual like right? no I don't know just a diff yeah and like a different industry that might not talk like the same because my language that I speak to my clients is very informal so if someone's formal it does scare me but then in those moments I have to sp- stay true to myself yeah. and as well if I do have like an email or something that's really important that I, I have to get it right I will pass that on to the team. So yeah, you're not gonna be good at everything and that's okay. We're only human. Along the way you will learn how to improve. And you still not, might not be that best person for that job. So you pass it on to someone else. So yeah, it's not um no it it's not. It is okay not to know everything, everyone. So don't be hard on yourselves. And I think just to wrap up really is the not giving up before you've even started so if you've got an idea go for it and if you have a moment where you feel like you've got imposter syndrome look back and see how far you've come so by looking back you realize wow I did all this and I didn't think I could do this so the world is your oyster when you change the mentality to the world is your oyster you think wow like the what I can do the possibilities is just endless. I remember at the beginning of last no this year, sorry, I had a meeting and it was all ideas I had with a friend um who was saying like things that I should do this year and I froze and I was like I there's no way in how <laughs> I can do all of this. And in my head I thought you can you can fuck off. I was like this is no way this is all gonna happen. But then by writing it all down, I see. And I made a note to myself at the beginning of the year in my notebook. um, Just like journaling, saying, I'm scared. I don't think, I don't know, not I don't think, I don't know if it's going to work out. But I'm going to try my best. And that's okay. And that's all I do. In everything I do, I try my best. And if something doesn't go well, you know it's not the right time. Or it's just not meant to be. And that's okay. So don't be hard on yourself if if it's not the right moment. But I think a lot of times you will surprise yourself and think, actually, wow, I am stronger and more talented than I actually thought I ever was. So you will surprise yourself. And to admit these things to yourself is very difficult so, if you can, I want you to try and write three things down how you feel about yourself and your business. So, it could say, I am talented at what I do. Something as simple as that, but it's really difficult to say. So, I think that is about it for today. I hope this helped. Let me know what you think about this podcast and if you would like me to discuss anything um about this subject deeper or if there's any other subjects now listening to this you think that you would like me to um discuss so yeah if you haven't already make sure that you um like this podcast that you share it to your friends and your family put it on instagram spread the word and then hopefully more people will listen thank you my queens i hope you enjoyed and i hope you have a wonderful day Lots of love.